Hello and welcome to Ten Pence Arcade Podcast. My name is Victor Marland, aka Vert Vic, and I'm Alex Crowley, aka Chucky Yig. Happy New Year to everyone. Hope you all have a good Christmas and New Year. Yep, Happy New Year. How was yours, Alex? Get anything good? Yeah. For Christmas. Well, a couple of NES games, I guess. Nothing arcade. Wise, but um, there are code conversions. I take it. Of course, yeah. Oh, good, good, good. Adding to my, you know, already expanding collection. Of Vast games. collection. I think you yeah. find it's Mac Rider on the Famicom. Um, yeah. One of Nintendo's first motorbike games. Plays, Excellent. Plays a bit like Pole Position. It's all right. You know, a bit boring actually, <laughs> but it's got cool artwork. And, and you uh, bought it for the artwork. Exactly. Yeah. Don't we all? And what's that? I can see uh, there. And that's Sun Sun. It's a brilliant game. Have you yeah. played it on the arcade? I played it on the arcade, and it's not a bad conversion, actually. Cool. Yeah. I think I've played it on the NES as well. I think I got it on Famicom. It's on, a uh... Capcom, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I think it's their second game. We mentioned that in the first podcast. Yeah. I mean, Capcom actually have done some pretty good arcade conversions on the NES. Yeah, yeah, they're really NES nice. NES actually attracting more and more to that system. Cause, um, mm, same here. You know, the UK and American ones didn't get as half as many as the Jap uh, Famicom system, so... Absolutely. Yeah, it's nice to collect the arcade conversions. Well, these these uh, Japanese versions got such nicer boxes and artwork yeah. and everything. We we got yeah. this sort of NAF yeah. pictures on the front of ours and the eighties look. You know, yeah, the cartridges are a lot bigger. The big grey bits of toast we got. Yeah, those are smaller and nicer. And it's dated easily, quicker, isn't it? Whereas it the, has, the yeah. Japanese artwork doesn't. I mean, that's no, no, just, it's really mangaish, isn't it? It's lovely, yeah. really nice. But um, what about yourself? Did you get anything? Well, you got me that awesome Pac-Man lamp, which now sits on top of my yes. Donkey Kong machine. Gives me ambient light when I'm yeah. trying to play a bit of Donkey Kong. And actually, it helped, because I got 223,000 on there the other day on my own machine. Yeah. Not as good as the 233,000 I got on yours, sorry. <laughs> I went and pl- plundered your scores and pillaged on it. On my cab. Yeah, on your cab. Um, we've uh, had a bit of feedback from the first podcast, and it's all been pretty good, actually. I was well impressed. Everyone seems to like it. Don't seem too bothered about our rubbish quality. Hopefully no. that'll be a little bit better now because I got myself a nice mic. Yeah, it's very, well, it's very it's new and retro, actually. It's sort of re- retro looking, isn't it? Yeah. It's a big ball thing. Yeah, it's good. Hopefully it will improve the quality. It's going to take off. It might do. It's got a little HAL 9000 eye on it as well, a little red it's LED. It's turn around and shoot me or something. It may take over. You don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's yeah. cool. So that, that should be, hopefully it will sound a little bit better. I hope. Some the other feedback we had, everyone seems to like it. They've not really said if we're doing anything wrong, or they seem to think we're doing anything wrong. We haven't got enough listeners yet. Yeah, we need some more (laughs) listeners. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll come along with. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. We want to hear more of this. Uh, One thing we heard was a friend of our, Rich uh, Striker, on the Jammer Plus forums. He said there's uh, not enough uh, drunken singing going on. Yeah, debauchery going (laughs) on. So uh, we're going to be drinking tonight, aren't we? What drink have you got there, Alex? I've got coffee. And I've got some hot squash. <laughs> mm. No, we're going to get off our heads tonight, I tell you. Mm. Uh, mm. Some news as well. Um, the Unigame, up in Wakefield in Yorkshire, a <clears throat> uh, friend of ours, D-Side, uh, who runs the Jammer Plus forums, is his own little arcade. He's got a unit with loads of arcade machines in it. Sadly, it's going to be closing <clears throat> down. He's going to have to get rid of the unit. Um, and I think all the machines will be going to probably keep a few of his favourites. Unfortunately, we've been there a couple of times. We really like it there. And he's having a bit of a bash up there. And that's going to be on the 1st and 2nd of February, a Saturday and Sunday. I'm going to go up for the Saturday, I think. Yeah, I'll yeah. be going up I'm going to go up there in the Love Bus. Definitely, definitely. Uh, so it be a good thing there. Um, it's open to all people, but I think you 
you should go on Jammer Plus forums and have sign up there if you're not already on there. Uh, talk to Julian. Um, go on the thread which tells you all about the the meet uh, and. I'm sure yeah. he'd like to see it, people up there. I don't know yeah. how many people have been going or whether it's yeah, big uh, limited. Thanks to, to Julian for, for over the years organising all these events. Absolutely. It's extremely difficult to to get all these cabs in one place and get mm. everyone up there. And I've, every year I've enjoyed it. I've been up there probably two or three times and yeah. I think he puts on a great show and it's a shame. He's got a big Electrocoin Electrocoin collection. A lot of cabs, yeah. yeah, a lot of yeah. electrocoin he collects mainly. You know. He's even got my old cabs up there actually, my old Goliath. Yeah. Which is nice to see and, still. Um got the gyrus up there that I imported from America. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's got a good selection of cabs, well worth going. And it's his last meet, get yourself out. And you'll meet us there. Yeah. Yay. We'll have our own t shirts and everything. Will we? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Heard the podcast, got a t shirt. Uh. And and there's another we've been spoiled in February. There's another meet going on. Uh, and this is uh, our other friend, RGP, Retro Games Party, a guy mm. called James, who's part of the UK VAC uh, group, uh, we're also part of. If you want to go to this, you have to go on UK VAC, uh, look at the details there, and sign up. Uh, it's all free, it doesn't cost you anything. Um, if you sign up, you won't be sorry. There's plenty of people there you're going to like, you're going to get on with. He's got, oh, him and, him and uh, our other friend, U72, have got a lot of cabs. I'm not sure if they're all going to be there. Um, at the party or, or working I don't know but he's got a lot of cabs his flat is huge and it's packed to the gills with arcade cabs a lot of them dedicated and we're going to go out there and that's going to be on the 22nd of February which is Saturday uh, 7.30 in the evening until late probably 3 o'clock in the morning and we're all going to be kipping on the floor it's going to be carnage yeah but I'm not kipping next to you no you well you snore uh, you stink <laughs> yeah so that's on the 22nd uh, yeah so UK VAC and Jammer Plus, both those uh, shindings are going on in February. Uh, we'd like to see you there. Come and say hello to us. You won't miss us. We'll have their T-shirts on. Mm. So that's uh, some of the news going on. Any other news? Well... Bad news? Good news? Actually, that's a bit yeah. of bad news, Alex. Yeah. I went to play one of my ponies the other day. Mm. I went to play a bit of Scramble on the vertical machine in the corner. Turned it on. Heard a bit of a pop. Uh, I think... One of the transistors gone on that board because um, I've lost blue. Um, it has no blue, so I turned it off quick, and it, it stank of electrical burning. And so I have to drag it out, have a look in the back, see what's going on with it. I've managed to have a look yet, but hopefully it's an easy fix. Mm. But it's always bad when a machine goes down, isn't it? Warning to you, striker. I know you want one. That's what happens to them. Well, it happens to all <laughs> machines, doesn't it? I mean, how many of yours have gone down in the past? We've oh, had a fix. Well. I'm looking at one now. Yeah, we're looking at a monitor in bits now, which I'll take away and have a look for you later Can't on. Can't how dirty that is actually in there. Yeah, that's the dirtiest monitor I've ever seen in my life. Mm. What are you going to do to that for me? I'm going to blow it. work for yeah, me. Yeah, I'm going to take it to work. Use the, the compressed air airlines at work to blow all the crud out of it carefully. Not too yeah. bad. And Did hopefully ever... that will stop the, the arcing. We think it's arcing. Did you ever see the clip of the guy washing his monitor with a hose? No, but I believe it's not as stupid as it sounds. No, he's done apparently a as long as you, as long as you take, I think you can take all the, the socketed chips out of it, so nothing gets in the sockets mm. and stays in there. Wash it off with just plain water, and as long as you leave it to dry for about a week in an airing cupboard or something, so it's completely dry, that will mm. do it. How do you know it's completely dry? Well, if it's in an airing cupboard that long, it will evaporate. It'll mm. be fine. But I mean, I've never had. Especially a monitor, there's big vaults in there. Mm. I, I do it with a, a PCB. I've seen it done. People use um, dishwashers. Yeah. To clean PCB boards. Just yeah, this to clean is literally dishwasher. putting his finger on the end of a hose 
and washing it down. I mean, it just goes against everything. I don't like you'd do it. think electric and water don't really mix. Do they, they don't, do no, they? No, they don't. But he's got seven cabs. He swears by it. And is this guy in America or, or UK? I think so. I think there's a link on back. Is he still alive? That's where I saw it. <laughs> he's still, <laughs> still alive. Yeah. Yeah. Any um, more news? That's, that's as much I can think of at the moment. Um, no. We, no. We've actually had a bit of feedback on the website as well. Um, <clears throat> And we encourage everyone to give us feedback, Twitter, Facebook, uh, the webpage, uh, in the forums, wherever. You know, we'd like to hear what you what you want to hear. It'd be great. Uh, we actually got uh, one from a guy who, who, by the name, sounds French, which yeah. is cool. Yeah, cool. It's, it's good reaching out to these oh, European people. Big thanks to Games We Love um, for giving mm. us a mention on their Twitter site. All those guys over there, thank you very much. That's probably how you got that connection with the guy in France, maybe. Oh, awesome. That'd be good. They were, they spread were the word, there. people. Spread the yeah. word. I had to... Uh, I gave a shout-out on Twitter earlier to the Retro Computing Roundtable, which Carrington Vanston, a couple of other guys are doing. Mm. It's it's not really an arcade thing. Um, it's more about the old computers we had, 8-bit mm. computers. Mainly with them, it's Commodore 64 and Apple IIs. Mm. Which we, didn't, we didn't get Apple II over here so much. Commodores, I, I had a Commodore like 64. I should like to ask those guys whether they actually had any of our computers. Cause they did. Britain was the leading well, I don't country know they had in them, they didn't have the them in, They didn't have them at the time. But they're sort of getting into it now. I mean, right. Carrington was trying to get into BBC and Spectrum. Right. And because he's in Canada, he pronounced it properly. ZX Spectrum. Oh. Not a ZX Spectrum. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, they're, they're really into. But one of the guys there was saying he, he he's got a ZX Spectrum. Someone from the UK sent him some Spectrums, some plus yeah. twos, plus threes, and he couldn't get them to work because of the power thing. Right. But he also needed a PAL TV, yeah. which they don't really have over there. But you know, I, I know how to do it. I'm gonna have to tweet him well. how to do it because yeah. I do know how to do it. But this is an old podcast I was into. Maybe he's done it since then. I'm mm. trying. I'm trying to catch up with their podcasts. Mm. Let's get on to the game of the week that you chose last week, which is Zookeeper. I call it Pooh Keeper. Uh, well, I'm sorry to hear that, Vic, but... No, sir, I didn't like it. You're on your own there, I'm afraid. I think I am, but... <laughs> but, you know... What is it you don't like, or do you want to go straight into it? Let's just tell listeners, listeners yeah, what yeah, the yeah. game the is game, about. The game, um, it's a difficult one for me. It, it has its faults, but I got more into it than I was. Because I was trying to beat you. Mm. That's the only reason well, I did I have to it? beat you. Oh, I don't know, you're pretty good at something. <laughs> well, Zookeeper is a game created by the Tato Corporation in 1982. Tato, they make crisps in, in Sorry, Ireland. Tato, Tato. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it began life as a slightly different game involving a crab trying to contain tadpole eggs. But the idea morphed into a zoo keeper attempting to return the escaped zoo animals back to their cages. Hold on a minute. What? Crabs and tadpoles. Yeah. Were they on hallucinogenic love drugs when they made this game? <laughs> I think they must well, have been. It was in the 80s, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah in America. Anything, in goes, America. anything goes in the 80s. Absolutely. But it I mean, was one of those few American design games that Taito released, with Kicks and Space Dungeon being two others. Ah, right. So, on to rules of the game for Zookeeper. Uh, level 1. Zeke moves around the screen in a rectangle a movement uh, around the cage, which is centred in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, and as he moves around, the animals are trying to escape. But as he moves around, he starts building like a path underneath him. Yeah, with bricks. Yeah. And, um, and as you whiz round, you can create a whole rectangle. But 
as you're doing that, the animals from inside are bouncing off the internal walls. And as they're doing that, the bricks are disappearing. So yeah. undermining your path that you've just built. So um, they're all coming out. At the same time, you think the object of the game is to restrain these animals inside. Yeah, you're but, a zookeeper. Yeah, yeah the zookeeper. But there's the real fun part of the game is to jump over these animals. That's where the big points come in, yeah? Yeah, there's, there's loads of points to be had here in this game. While you have a time limit in, you know, which is like a fuse at the top of the screen that's going down. But it's in like four sections. You've got like bonuses that appear on the playing field in the form of pints. Uh, look like Guinnesses to me because you get like a shamrock in one of the yeah, stages. Yeah. And if you get these all together, you know, you can you can double your points there. Yeah, the bonuses go up in multiples, don't they? I think the first yeah, one's a multiples, thousand and yeah. two thousand, four thousand, that sort of thing, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's really good. So you're trying to get those. Uh, at the same time you're trying to jump over the animals, but you're trying to think, hang on a minute now, how should I play this? Should I try and the time's running out, should I try and get all these animals back in the enclosure? Yeah, let them out. Yeah. Or should I try and get some more points and jump over them? So there's a real risk reward element here and yeah. you know, a real different tactics on how you want to play it. I think the first few levels you want to play it safe because there's not many points to be had yeah. until you get onto sort of level five when the all the big the big lions come out. <laughs> yeah, and there's what? There's um thirty thousand points to be had for yeah, a plus, yeah it goes yeah. up I think. Yeah. When you when you jump over the animals you get multiples. Mm. Uh, if you jump over one animal it's hundred points, uh, two animals are five hundred points. And it goes up to like eleven animals, I think you can get two million points for jumping over a, a great big pile of animals, but they don't clump together and you don't get so many until the later levels. Mm. And the idea is when the level ends, when the the, count, the counter or the, the fuse has gone all the way down to the right-hand side of the screen, however many animals you've got in the enclosure at the end, you get mm. bonus points for. So there's one other um, bonus that comes on the on the fuse that appears around the outside of the screen, and it, it's supposed to be a net. Yeah. But it actually cool. looks like, a, I, I call it the chopper. It looks like a meat cleaver. And I chop these horrible animals up. Mm. I like to chop them up. Lion meat for me, please. <laughs> Um, and it sends them back. The idea is you net them, it sends them back into the centre and you can build the Which thing around. Which you've got a time limit with as well. Yes, it is. It's like any any sort of uh, bonus thing on a, on a mm. game. Like Mario's hammer. You've got That's right, yeah. yeah. And it, it starts flashing when you're doing it. It's all quite energetic. It's all flashing. And it makes a certain noise when it's about to disappear. Mm. I've been caught out a few times with that. You've got to be careful, yeah. But I think the idea is, is if you can get... If the, if the, the cleaver, or the net, I suppose is at the start of the game, it's pretty much useless. Mm. It's best at the very end of the, of the level, when you're about to sort of finish, is to get the, the net, get as many animals back in the enclosure, yeah. then you get big bonuses for yeah. them. You can get like so lots of... you jumping on the first half of it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And then, But what one little tactic I found was um, when you have the net, you're invincible to the animals. Mm. So you can do big jumps with the net. And if you land on them, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And you get the big bonuses. And then when you land on them, you still touch them and put them back into the centre of the kit, into the cage. And also, you can control which way the animals go around the screen. That's right, yeah. Anti-clockwise by standing. If you create like a like a house with a door... With a hole, yeah. At the bottom. Yeah, they always go anywhere. away from you, don't they? That's right. As they come out, they always go away. Otherwise, you'd be getting killed which every Which should, in theory, seconds. make... Jumping easier, but the animals have got different speeds. I notice, and they either yeah. catch up or take over the others. But if you can get them all grouped up, yeah, which is really just pot luck because you've got no control over. There is it. a way of doing it, but I never got that good at doing it. I think you can sort of, as you said, leave a little hole, 
and you let the animals out in a sort of almost a controlled manner. Yeah. So they're going around the opposite way of the screen, and then when they come round all the way around, you jump over the critters. Yeah. But while you're doing that, they're still getting out. These things still creating yeah. holes in your. And then when later there, it's just frantic. There's so many animals on the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets you really difficult. need that that net or meat cleaver. As you meat cleaver. Chop them up. Chop them up. Chop them up. Animal poo. So that's about it for level one, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, the, the bonuses and such. Yeah. Level two yeah. is a completely different game. This is you do two levels like that, and then you, it's actually level three, but we call it level two. There's moving platforms going from left to right and right to left uh, up the screen with with gaps in, and you can jump on the platforms to get to the top. The idea is the monkey has stolen your girlfriend. He's kidnapped your girlfriend, Zelda, uh, Zeke and Zelda. Sounds nice, um, and he's throwing coconuts down you, which bounce off the off the levels and. I found the best way to do that level is do it as quickly as possible because the coconuts just bounce around the screen and they last a long time and there's loads yeah, of them so if you it's hang cool. around. And do you know what? It feels, it's cheap. Yeah, it's a cheap level. Something, something turned the gravity upside down because it's like zero gravity on that level. Yeah, What's he's got an odd... coconuts are sort of bouncing off somewhere. He's got a strange jump that seemed to last longer than it did on the other level. It's those hallucinogenic love and, drugs and again, it, I think. Yeah, it's That's a completely it different feel to the, to the yeah. control mechanism, isn't it? And I notice when you get to the very top, if you land on the step at the top where Zelda and the monkey is, if you don't touch Zelda, you get a bonus for landing on the on the, the level. And if you jump off and back on again, it doubles. And you can get some big points doing this, yeah. but he's throwing these coconuts. And when, when you are on the left of him or the right, he'll start throwing them at you. So mm. you've got, you only do it once, really. I think the best way to do that level is do it quickly and get out of it. It's, it is it's a cheap hit and level. miss. It is hit and miss. I think anyone yeah. can get a big score on that level. Mm. Um and, and on the whole game in general, you know, you can get a big score. For, a newbie could come in and get a good score on it. Yeah, quite easy, with luck. Like a bit yeah, of yeah, luck. Yeah. And also, on that level, the second level, with the platforms, um, there's actually a bug in the game. Later on, for some reason, the programming, the levels are invisible. And rather than debug it, the game designers say, oh, we'll leave it in there, because if you get that good in the game, you've got that far where the bug shows up, you should be good enough to understand where the levels are and you've got to do it blind yeah. but you can see where some of the levels are because the, the coconuts and the prizes which are also on this level uh, are on the platforms you can see the prizes moving around it's like people who play Mrs Pac-Man on, on the later levels of that the levels become invisible like when you, when you, when you get to kill screen sort of kill level screen, yeah. they become invisible and people just know them off by heart because yeah. they know the patterns which is bizarre but I mean we never got that far no never got that far lots of prizes lots of coconuts lots of monkeys Okay, well, what are we on to now? We're on to stage three, which is... The one the, other stage, yeah, the extra the, man the level. The bonus stage, yeah. which is a funny old level, really. Um, yeah, I find it weird, that one. Again, once you've got used to the mechanics of this level, it's quite easy to do. Um, it does get harder. The only thing that threw me out was the electric cage. Yeah. The, the, the way of this level works is you start off on the left-hand side at the bottom of the screen, and you've got a little amount of, of runway... And then some steps, and the idea is you the animals are flying out at you. You've got to jump over the animals and get over the electric cage they're jumping yeah. on to the platform, and you go up and then go from right to left. Yeah. And on the first time, that's it. You get you get the girlfriend, and you get an extra life. It reminded me actually of an early Sinclair Spectrum game. Yeah, yeah uh, it reminded Bruce me of a game Lee. as well. Yeah, it was over quite quickly. Yeah, if you, you know, get it and right, I seem to do, do it yeah. the same way every time. Yeah, there's a little method it to was, it. It was easy. I mean, as long as you're patient yeah. and didn't try and go for one big jump first of all, uh, I think you've got about three or four jumps to do it. Yeah. It's like a conveyor belt. You're yeah, on. and they get faster and more come yeah. out. Yeah. 
but uh, I've never managed to get to the stage with there's four of them. No, I didn't, or even three. The one yeah. thing that really bothered me on this, which is annoys me about the game as well, one and more thing that annoys me about the game, is this is a level to gain an extra man. It's a bonus level. You can actually lose all your lives on this level. Mm. I think it would have been better if you get a chance to get an extra Zeke, an extra zookeeper. If you mess it up, you just go on to the next level. Yeah. But you will lose your lives. I got there with three yeah. lives before and lost all my lives on it, yeah. which is really frustrating. It's very frustrating. Yeah. So I'm no. sort of trying to guess your score. You didn't get... You're about the same level as me. Hmm. Well, you know, um, I found the first level quite... You got used to it quite quickly. I got used to it quite quickly. You know that you know running around the zoo, doing the brickwork around the cage. And That's because you are jumping, a builder, jumping over all the animals. Can I you lay bricks that, that quickly? I think that is, I think that is the main part of the game, isn't it? Yes, it's the quick, speedy part, which really gets your blood pumping. And for a I while. think what makes you it so addictive is the fact that you can get such big points on that level. Yeah, I mean, massive. you're talking a million points on one jump over eleven animals it's a game anyone can get actually a good score on absolutely yeah but you've got a game it's only on the later levels where they they start bunching up and you get a lot of animals in the first Mm. few levels you only get one or two animals running around so i think it's better to play it safe as you like on the first absolutely three or four levels yeah yeah don't go too mad because you can lose your life on silly mistakes yeah then wait till you get sort of to the sixth level, is it where the line comes out? The fifth level. The, line the fifth comes level, out. the line comes out. It's 30,000 points. Plus. Um, it goes up as well. To cage him. Yeah, yeah. To cage him. So, yeah, there's big points there to be made. Um, the other level, you know, the platform level and the coconut. Just do it really, as quickly as possible. Really annoyed me and it really did. Ruins it, doesn't it? It did ruin it in a way because there was a couple of times I actually got a, a coconut behind strawberry and yeah. two of them together I couldn't make out what it was Yeah, yeah. and I crashed I, into I it and I died do you know what when we were playing in this game room your game room um, with a friend of ours Davo the other day we had it on his laptop and we had a joystick which I sorted out for four way because you cannot play it on an eight way stick no. it does not work it's no. impossible and we are playing that and I got a reasonable score but that's the most sweary Mary I've ever oh. seen you play at and I was my, my wife said to me the other night she called me old sweary nuts because yeah. I was just going mad at it it's so frustrating it is, it is that's frustrating. why I, that's why I don't like it I quite like the game there's so many flaws in it it's 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 actually dare I say it a reasonable game but there's flaws in it I found loads of flaws um, when you do the jumps he jumps quite a long way and you can control yourself in the air mm. but it's not a very fine movement mm. and you tend to end up landing on an animal it's good if you can sort of you tweak can jig- yourself jiggle in. It about you can jiggle it a little out. bit to, to land in the middle mm. of animals and then jump again. And also, I noticed you walk through animals a lot. The collision detection is terrible. Yeah, in this I game. did walk through so two it, or three animals. It makes it a little bit easier. The game makes it a little bit easier on you. I think it has to when it gets, starts going quick. And there's quite a lot of slowdown mm. when you get a lot of animals running around, which helps mm. you as well to your advantage. But overall, I really like the game. Mm. It's a hectic game, frantic game, and not. For everyone that's got a you know dodgy ticker out there, yeah, it, it almost gave me migraine. It's, I mean, the screen is flashing and there's strobing going on. It almost on. reminds me, you know, when I used to have my Robotron cocktail, I used to play that. It, it's it, frantic. It's frantic. Mm. I, I and, agree. Yeah, um, definitely. You've got to go in there with the right mindset. Mm, absolutely. It's not a thinking man's game like another, Junior. Another thing that, that bothered me a little mm. bit about it, I seem to find that sometimes I could get over a hundred thousand quite easily, mm. and other times I'm getting forty thousand. 
and the games lasted. They were so quick. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that's what keeps you coming back for more, though, because I think yeah, if I was putting ten p's in, it wouldn't have got more. It's than not one a national 10p. lottery, you know. You buy that ticket every week, yeah, and yeah. you're going to win that lottery, and anyone can win that lottery, yeah. and it's almost like this: anyone could get a million points. I mean, if you yeah. played it long enough, the chances of you getting that jump of eleven. Well, I, I played it. I played it quite a bit because I wanted to beat you. <laughs> I had to yeah, beat but the, I knew you were going to beat me because I knew you played this more than I have. So I, I played it more and more and more. Yeah, but you had an advantage over me. Oh, what was that? <laughs> the what? advantage was I've been playing on a crappy eight-way stick. Yeah, but we played the other night uh, on Davo's laptop with your joystick. Yeah. And that's when I got 199,000 on the same yeah. joystick as you've been playing on. So yeah. do not give me that rubbish. <laughs> so I know my score. I'm not going to give it, yeah. Bad work and blazing tools. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, some little facts about um, about the, the hardware and the cab. The PCB on it was a similar hardware to Kix, an earlier t- uh, Taito game, which I think you said was uh, also Taito America. Mm. Uh, it's very like another game I like, Volfi, that was sort of the first version of it. Volfi's brilliant. We might even play that in the yeah, future. Yeah, it's a good game. And Zookeeper is a hard PCB to find working still because it had a, a battery in it rather like uh, a lot of the Williams games. And this battery over years leaked, and it used to leak because it was mounted on the PCB. It would leak all over the PCB and ruining a lot of the components and the tracks. Nice. But you can you can do a retrofit to it. You can put a 3.6 volt rechargeable battery and you can mount it in a little battery holder away from the cab. So even if it was left for another year and it leaked or whatever, it wouldn't hurt it. And you can also, with some jiggery-pokery, you can put hacked ROMs from Zookeeper onto a Kicks board because you needed a, an auxiliary coin board or something to run it, and it will run on Kickstarter without that auxiliary board. So if you if you really did want to play Zookeeper, you could find the easier to find Kicks board. Mm. Uh, not in this country. I mean, in America, I've got loads. Of no, because I, mean, I don't think we had this game over here. Did I we? never saw it in, no. in the flesh. Never. This is quite a new game that I discovered in the last mm. year. Yeah, uh, and the cab. The cab looks lovely. The cab is awesome. It's I really mean, nice. The artwork, isn't it? The artwork is, is really nice. It's got um, like a monochrome. Animals uh, yeah. lines on the side, doesn't it? Yeah, um, which is uh, quite, the control quite unusual. Panel, the control panel and the bezel are really high coloured. Mm. There was Zeke on there and some of the animals. The, the cab was is what's known as a, a diet cab. It's a Taito sort of generic cab, but they normally just have stripy bits on the side. And this one had the, the full side artwork. Mm. I think it was only monochrome, as you mm. said, but it was full full colour. Uh, mm. Sorry, full artwork. Yeah. But apparently, there's a really rare version which is mm. full colour. Well, I'd love to go, see that. That goes for a lot. Oh, it'd be thousands and thousands of dollars. It's quite a sought after cab in America. It is, yeah. Um, Rav, who we know, had Rav. the zookeeper. I think Ollie's got it now. Alpha One. Oh, right, yeah. Good man, top man. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see that on one of the shows, maybe one day. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep asking him to bring it out for one of the shows. If but he wasn't so big, we could bully him. <laughs> but he's massive, so. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe we'll have to import it then. Well, you won't because you don't like it, but... No. If I had the room, it would be I don't keep poo. I'm not a poo keeper. <laughs> I think it would definitely it. be in my top ten arcade games. Really? Oh, definitely, yeah. I like this one. Yeah. Even if I like the game... The cab does look nice, but it's it's the kind of thing you can play on moment. It's a standard four-way, yeah. one button, the cab, nothing special. But the cab's nice. It's got some fantastic it is, so I must agree. It. Yeah. I do like the game. I like the, the music, the, the quirky sounds that are coming out of it. I think it's, you know... Mm-hmm. It's very similar to Williams' sounds, actually. It's got that kind of weird, frantic sound. Yeah, yeah. The sort of those um, sort of sonic effects. Yeah, I like synthesised effects. Could be yeah, craft yeah. work on acid. Could be, yeah. <laughs> as, as well as that, um, the similarities you give to Williams' games, 
apparently the four one four one one six video RAM on it, um, mm. which a lot of Williams games have. Your old Robotron had it. Mm. Um, they tend to die, and they're very hard to find nowadays. But you can do, as you can do with Defender and and Robotron, all the Williams games. You can retrofit with four one six four RAMs. There's wow. a bit of messing about with voltages and stuff, but it's it's quite an easy fix if you need to do it. So it sort of keeps the the hardware alive a bit longer, I think. Cool. And also, because the, the game to me is so bad, the mm. cab actually tried to kill itself. Because of one, the, the battery acid leaking, and also the instructions on the game were actually backlit. Yeah. There was a light bulb behind it, but the light bulb got hot as it was a proper bulb and not an LED. Or, well, it used through the control. No, it used to heat up the, the glass and the paint and uh, artwork would crack and, yeah. and deteriorate. So this thing actually tried to kill itself. It was that bad. Well, a lot of the lights they used to have behind the marquees do that as well, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, they used to ruin glass ones. Yeah, but the Perspex ones weren't so bad. But the glass ones always got cracked. Mm. You know, the old games with the, the hot bulbs behind them. Same with pinballs. Pinballs are mm. exactly the same. The back glass used to deteriorate. The sprites are really nice on it as well. Ah, ah, that's another thing I got you on there. What? Because Zeke is a certain size, yeah. and the rhinos are the same size as they're Zeke. Out of proportion. Yeah, they're out of proportion, which is. Right. You could jump a lion, and, well, mm. perhaps even bite your leg off. Yeah. Um, but you couldn't jump an elephant or a rhino, could you? And the well, snakes are massive on it. The snakes are ridiculous yeah. and literally large. I guess that's all they had to work with back in the day, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Well, maybe because it did morph out of another game, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was I think it wouldn't have worked as as no. uh, what you said with the the crabs and the amoebas and no. all this weird stuff going on. It's a bit too trippy for my liking. Maybe they needed like a mascot like uh, Nintendo did and that's why they created this guy. Well, Zeke was in another game. He was in that cold, ice cold beer, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a game, it's a mechanical game, which our friend Rog has got. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a, a two-joystick thing and you move levels to get balls through holes yeah. and, and it's no, not a video game at all, but it's done by yeah. Taito. And the idea was when you get the ball to the top, which is no mean feat, a light would come on and stay on the machine. And you went to the barman and said, I've, made, I've done this, I want a pint. And they'd yeah. give you a drink for it. That's yeah. the idea. Ice cold beer. But I think the kids' version was yeah. Zeke's Peak. Yeah. I think you got a soda pop or, or a drink or a pack of crisps or whatever yeah. for it for doing that. But I never saw one of those in this country either. Yeah. It's more yeah. of a sort of novelty game. I've seen it on YouTube and it looks brilliant to play. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't like the look of it at first. I thought, oh, you'll get bored of that. But when I saw someone playing it, Quite appealed to me. Yeah, it's quite, fun. When, when Rog gets his going, I'll have to play it. Yeah. I think it sounds quite good. More fun if you know there's a beer at the end of it. But... Absolutely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think it's no mean feat getting that. Yeah. While I was looking mm. for videos uh, on YouTube of people playing this, I found some um, from Funspot. Some guys have done their own videos of it. There's uh, a guy getting four and a half million on it, which is it's ridiculous. But I mean, but that's what you say though. All you need is like four, four jumps. But yeah. I mean, it gets really hard. Like yeah. getting to those high levels. Um, and when the guy was putting his name in at the end, because it, it rolls over at a million, but it yeah. saves how many millions you've got. So at the end, it'll tell you how many more. And this guy was putting his name in at four and a half million, and there was a ten million point score yes. on the top of the, that. Was this was in, in Funspot in America, yeah. and all their cabs. I've been to Funspot a few times. All their cabs got ridiculously high. Scores on because I mean the best players in the world go there for the world championships. Uh, I don't think they've all got save ones, but normally when I've been there a few hours and someone's been on them, they've got yeah. good scores. Some games, I think this yeah. must have saved because of the battery. Right, that's what it was for. But apparently, because uh, Twin Galaxies is down at the moment, I haven't been able to check it. The highest ever score recorded is twenty-two million. And it's, it's mad. I don't know how long yeah. you'd have to play it. But I mean, your, your nerves would be shredded, wouldn't they? Or yeah. something finish playing that. Well, it depends how many big points he's getting at the time, doesn't it? Yeah. Could I mean? Could you could have a really long game to get to that, couldn't you? Or you could have a really short game, get yeah. some really big points really quickly. Yeah. And game over. Well, while while yeah. I was looking for these videos on YouTube, um, 
I just put in like Zookeeper or whatever. And I came across, I don't know how I did it, I came across a video, I think it was on Clove actually, that's probably where I found it. It was an interesting video from back in the day, like in 1982, of um, the Bally Midway factory in America. Mm. I think it was in Chicago. Um, and there was a lot of, it was a video of people making Mrs. Pac-Man machines. It was brilliant. You saw all these machines on conveyor belts moving around and the ladies doing the wiring looms and all this sort of stuff. And, it, and they were wearing sort of 80s gear and like old Walkmans and yeah. stuff. It's, you've got to watch it. There's a link for that in the show okay. notes as well as other things we've been talking about today. And now, onto the scores. I know for a fact we thrashed the no quarter people. Yeah. They were getting forty odd thousand. I, I definitely thrashed them. They didn't play it long enough. I don't think they did. No. I don't think they didn't have practice. Well, yeah, I got frustrated with it in the end because I just couldn't reach my goal, which was two hundred thousand. Oh, good. So I got one hundred ninety-seven. One hundred ninety-seven thousand. Yeah, that's good. But you already know I beat you because I beat you on that night. You did, yeah. But I played it a bit more and I got home. And I got 273,130. I am victorious! Oh my god. But yeah, I think it was. I've got to have a look, see what Dave got. Go, go for it. Because Dave, our friend, he he said not to tell us what the score was. He better not be. 275k. Oh, I hate him. On my keyboard. (laughs) No, he didn't. He didn't get on a keyboard. I don't believe that for a second. But I will kill him next time we see him. That's that's simple. Um, If you think you can do better than us, Send your scores in. If enough people start sending scores in, and the other games we we're going to play as well, mm. uh, you know, last week and, and this week and all the constant weeks, send your scores. We want to see them. If you, enough people do it and they start participating, we'll put a page up and we'll yeah. see who can get the best scores. I'm oh, sure people are going to beat us. I'm sure they are. Uh, next week's game, which I'm going to pick this time. Go for it. <clears throat> it's a game I played in Brooklyn in Barcade. Um, if anyone's ever over there, you have to go there. It's like... A step back to 1983. Mm, 94. Oh, it's such a good time. I mean, I went there and they only play 80s music. Mm. They got a really good bar full of craft beers. It was proper decent beer. All the machines were working. All dedicated. All dedicated cabs. All working. All have little tiny tables next to each cab to put your beer on. Awesome. And they were open until like 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. It was Everyone had a really good time. Everyone, everyone there was so friendly yeah. and the atmosphere was amazing I, I wasn't drinking that night because we were going back the next day and I had to be a little bit careful I loved it it was it was and a friend of mine's just been recently and he said you're right it is a special place if you ever get a chance to go to any of the barcades in America one in New Jersey one in Brooklyn one in Philadelphia there's one opening this year in New York City let's hope they open one over here I don't think, well, hopefully the UK will get some, but I mean, we have problems with the cabs and there's not so many. And we haven't got so many dedicated if we over here. No, no. But anything would be good. Yeah. So, entrepreneurs, please, please make us a yeah. barcade over here. We'd love it. Yeah, so next week, the game I liked so much in America, one of the guys from Gemma Plus, Witchfinder, told me to play it, is Swimmer. <laughs> It's a tech hand game. Uh, go to it. It's yeah. absolutely brilliant. I've played it a couple of times. Yeah, it's a bit a bit bizarre. There's a big crab in that as well. Yeah. A big crab. <laughs> but it's it's a really good game. I really liked it. 
Um, it's it's not difficult. I mean, and there's a few little secrets like like on this. There was a few little gameplay. This wasn't just a shoot things, get score. There's a few secrets, isn't it? There's a few little secrets. Yeah, we should find about. I'll tell you about them. You know, we can sort of do it later yeah. on. Brilliant. Excellent. So yeah, well, hopefully um, I'll have my bar top by then. Will I, Vic? The bar top is yeah. going well, actually. I haven't put any pictures on the on the website yet. I will. I took a few pictures while I was assembling it before I painted it. It's been painted. It's got T molding on. Um, it's all functional. The control panels all nicely done. All the artwork's done. The perspex overlay's done. Okay. Um, I've got to do. Who knows if I'll be beating your scores in? I, don't know. I might take it back. Yeah, I might take back. Once it's here, it's locked away. It's good. It, it works really well. I was playing Donkey Kong there. I got some nice scores. Yeah. It's, it's good. good. It's a good little machine. Um, it needs a few little, just a few little sort of finishing touches. You need time to, to get on and do it, really. And that's all going to go out in the forum, isn't it? Yes, I will do, I'll do, even though it's nearly finished, and it'll be finished in the next few weeks, hopefully, um, I'll do a bit by bit, um, and hopefully people will, will want to do their own one yeah. and follow the instructions I followed. Made a bit up myself. I've been looking at one either. They're quite pricey, those things. Yeah, yeah, they? the kits aren't so bad, but I mean... You can do a lot of stuff. You know how to use a jigsaw, or you can get some of the guys at home base to. to um, yeah, because they they cut it all. They up, can cut they? it all. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've done a little planning sheet of how to cut it out of one sheet of MDF. Yeah. So you can do it quite cheaply. Yeah. Um, I think the wood. Yeah, that's what most people are scared of, you know. The, yeah, yeah. The wood wasn't very expensive. I mean, I've got a second-hand monitor, just an LCD. The machine, the computer you had, you already had. Yeah. And the control panel, I, I bought some sticks I've had for a while from America. Yeah, it wasn't that expensive. I mean, mm. it's a lot cheaper than buying one on eBay. And oh, at least definitely. when you've done it, you've got that, yeah, you know, that you've pride. Made you've made it yourself. Yeah. You make it exactly. You put as many buttons on it as you like. Yours only got two because we're yeah. okay purists. Definitely. Uh, so I think two that's something that size is. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you, you kill with more. Isn't you'd it? be struggling to play. You'd be yeah. rubbing shoulders with the wrong people. I think otherwise, yeah. me probably. It's a street fighter. With yeah, yeah. It's not stuff. for that. It's for our classic games. Yeah. None of this rubbish. So yeah, I think um, that's cool. Call an end to it. I think nothing more to add, have you? Uh, No, I don't think so. That is it. Okay, then, mate. Thanks for listening, everyone. And And uh, thank you for podcasting with me. Yeah, cheers, Vic. And see you next time. Thank you. Bye bye.